Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Anyway, plenty more rugby coming up, but Kimpy. We have got something very exciting to talk about now. Yeah, it's good, mate. It's summer. You all you guys know that. And better start thinking about what bucket list sporting event you want to knock off this year. You also might want to do yourself a favour and think about something we've never seen on these or off these shores before. Today we're 100 days out from Sail GP's debut event New Zealand where they will host a series in the world's best sailors in Littleton Harbour for the penultimate event of the competition's third season. The Kiwis have had a huge year, nabbing multiple victories. I've watched plenty of those, too. It's good fun in Europe and sitting second on the ladder chasing those pesky Aussies. Carl Budge is the big cheese of the NZ event, and he's had plenty of practice at throwing a party involving the world's finest athletes, and he's on the line with us now. Carl, how are you going this morning? Only, only 100 days out. Must be feeling good. Yeah, good, thanks, Kempe. It's great to be down here in Christchurch and, uh, yeah, bloody excited for, for what's about to come. Every time you head out to the venue uh, and you can start to imagine, yeah, with the, the site all set up and those boats as close as uh, they're going to be to to the fans here, it, it, it's going to be one hell of a spectacle for sure. Mate, where does GP and being involved in this process of bringing an event here rank for you in your career today? But it's it's been awesome. It's um, it's a real challenge. I don't know the first thing about sailing, so it's uh, I've certainly had to go on a bit of a learning curve, um, and, and still don't have any of the the sailingisms, if you like, down. It's uh, it, I get a few strange looks from Peter Blair at times. Uh, but uh, look, for in, in terms of yeah, the um, I, I guess I've just been so humbled by the experience here to to see how welcomed SailGB has been by Christchurch has been unbelievable. Be it the, the work that the City Council has done to get the venue ready down in, in Naval Points to how incredible Christchurch NZ has been to work with and securing a, a big major event like this to come in, into New Zealand in the long term. Uh, and then yeah, seeing our tickets sell within 24 hours, you know, our, our first time we've brought this event to New Zealand to, mm. to sell everything out within 24 hours is, um, yeah, pretty pretty staggering. So it, it's been really humbling and, and Honestly, we just can't wait. I, I, I don't think anyone quite understands what's about to arrive, and and when they do, I'm I'm, I'm convinced it's um it's going to rocket straight to the the top of our sporting hearts uh, on on a pretty regular basis. Hey, Carl, it's Louis here, mate, and I actually find myself down in Ototahi as well this morning. Uh, how about the state of this wind? It is freezing, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I, I very much felt like the Aucklander yesterday, Louis. It's safe to say. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was great, great for racing. Um, we, we, yeah. We'd have the uh, the smaller wing on this morning, and uh, and yeah, I, I, you might even be um, pushing that magical hundred kilometre mark for us, which 
which is probably a little bit like, uh, I don't know, maybe the 200-mile mark in, in motorsport. It's a, it's a barrier that everyone's been looking to sort of um, hit, and, and we, we keep flirting with it. And, yeah, daylight today, maybe you'd uh, you'd get pretty close to it. It'd be bloody spectacular today. I'm, I'm sure there'd be a few cap sizes and probably a few crashes as well. Yeah, it'd be hectic for sure. Actually, on that, like, the, the pushing the limits and the boundaries of what boats and technology can do, uh, obviously, Sail GP is trying to do that, and um, so Russell obviously is he's a bit of a madman when it comes to that sort of thing. Have the athletes all responded? Is that something that you've noticed that they love, is being on that cutting-edge side of it? I, I think any sports stars like that, right? You know, to, you, you, yes, competing in something that is 100% identical, um, I think that's something that there's, there's not too many occasions in sport where you do genuinely have that. So, yeah, our, our, our boats, when they get out on the water, our F-50s, are 100% identical. So it all comes down to how the team on the water sails at that day. Um, and so I think that's something that the athletes love. But, um, yeah, they're, uh, they're competitors first and foremost, right? And so getting, getting to, you know, put your best foot forward and, and know it's even competition, particularly when you've, you've got the world's best and you, know, you, you don't have to encourage people like Pete and Blair or Jimmy Spittle or Sabine Ainsley to, to yeah, roll up the sleeves and get going when, when there's something at stake. Um, so I think they've loved it, but the format in general, I think, is just so different for them. You know that it that it is really exciting. Uh, you know, it, it, we we haven't really seen this in our sport before. We we actually try not to talk too much about sailing. We we try and position ourselves as racing. Um, you know, we we often are compared to to Formula One, and when you see this thing, you'll 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 see exactly why. Um, to have nine boats all converge on the start line, yeah, that start line is not very wide. Um, you know, at, at 100 kilometres an hour up on foils, is, it, it is madness. It's it's amazing to watch. And as a as a, a sports fan, I, I, I continue to get blown away every time I'm in the presence of these machines. It's, um, yeah, I, I'm absolutely blown away by their speed, their agility, and, and, and for us, particularly in a place like Christchurch, just how close we actually get to them. It's, um, but yeah, you, you're going to be a matter of metres off the edge of the course on land um, it, it really is something special to see. Hey, Carl, so look, I've, I've watched it on telly. I enjoy following the, the Kiwi boat around, and you're right, that start is really important in Sail GP. But when you're sitting there and you've, like you said, you've sold it out in 24 hours, what's it, why, why does it capture, or do you think it captures the spectators and the audience when, you, when you're actually live? What, what, what is it bringing, I suppose, that's new to any other sporting event? Yeah, Kepi, I think we've really tried to make it around the modern sports and entertainment product. Yeah, we, we had a, 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 the really fortunate opportunity of being young. Uh, yeah, we, we, we had a, a, a go the year before COVID and with, with, when COVID hit, we sort of had 12 months to um, pause and go, okay, well, what did we learn from our first year? What do we need to do to make this thing a, 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 you know, a real spectacle and a heavyweight of the sports and entertainment industry moving forward? And so it really has been designed the new fan, the new sports fan in mind. So our races are 15 minutes long. Uh, you know, there's a 90-minute broadcast window where we get three or four races in in that time. Um, so it's really short, sharp, action-packed. You, you don't really have time to, to sort of breathe in between. Um, you know, you, you, one race finishes, there's a, there's a quick regroup, a, a quick strategy session out on the water and then the back into the next race. Um, and so it's, yeah, it, it really is... Uh, um, it, it's just so different, I think, to what we've seen before. Uh, we're really committed to trying to take it to new audiences. You know, our, our model is close in a harbour racing. We, we want people to be able to engage with this. 
um, not have to have a boat, not have to go out on the water to watch. You can you can stay on land and 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 feel really close and connected to it. So I think that's that's been really important. But I think we've we've just seen though that the, the nature of the product, the nature of how dramatic it is. Um, you know, we're we're skewing really young in terms of our audience. We our average audience around the world is is 34 years old, um, and so it's it, it's certainly shaken up our industry a little bit in terms of what um you know what maybe a more traditional sailing audiences look like, and you know, the the growth of it um, has has been pretty daunting. We we the last three events in a row we've set a new record for the most watched uh, sailing event in the US for. I think since 1982, I think was the stat I read the other day. Um, and so, yeah, it's clearly working. It's clearly resonating. And, um, yeah, lovely to see that, that people down here have jumped in behind it just so quickly too. So sport's never been more um, up against just any value of entertainment or any um, dimension of entertainment, right, Carl? And, and with so much consuming so much of young people's time these days on every different platform, social media and otherwise, and, and the gazillion streaming sites there are out there. Like capturing attention has probably never, ever been harder. From that kind of marketing and, and sports business side of things, what have you observed on this journey? Because I know you've obviously been involved in different sports and different uh, events throughout the years. Like what's something you've learned this time around about how to capture an audience in 2022 and then 2023 and 2024? Yeah, look, I think that it gives us a bit of a license. You know, the, the long-term commitment here certainly helps. We can build a brand, we can build a following, and um, yeah, when when you've got certainty of a of a long-term commitment, it makes life so much easier for you. You're not having to worry about the next twelve months. You you can start worrying about the next four, five, ten years. Um, so that that certainly is a change. But ultimately, look, I think it's a product that we've got that that really defines it. We we are a dramatic product we're a we're a bold product we're an exciting product and so i think in how we talk about it and and how we as administrators deliver it has to reflect that i don't think we can be cautious in, in the way we go about delivering the event you know if, if these guys are you know, are making you know split second decisions you know at, at, at 100 kilometers an hour on up on you know this this tiny little foil um yeah we probably need to be a little bit brave in what we're doing as well I think that's a pretty awesome position for us to be in, um, and so yeah. When I when I look at what the experience we've tried to create here in, in Christchurch, it, it has been all around entertainment. How can we make you feel like you are right on top of these boats? I, I, I want you to feel if you're sitting in the the front row of the grandstand as as these rockets are, are flying towards you, start going shit. Do I need to move? I love that. I love the thought of that. It's, um, yeah, it gives us real license to play. Uh, we the, the biggest change I've seen from coming from a, a very established and probably over governed sport um, in, in terms of tennis globally, uh, with lots of layers of, of governance and, and administration that you've got to work within. To we're brand new, there's you know we're, we're really flat structured. It gives us an opportunity to be you know we we can make decisions far quicker than other sports as a result of that and just get going. And, and I think you know you. You're seeing the fruits of that approach, is, uh, yeah, as say that yeah, we, we're getting triple-digit growth year on year at, as, as this thing just seems to be going to another level each, each with every race. How good! How good! Not having to go through all of the the, the politics and the rigmarole, budgie. You know, to get that get the job done. What about logistically? You know, like must be must be a massive um, logistics exercise when you're travelling around the world. You got to put these these machines 
what, how do you how do you travel those around? As, as you know, we know how the crew gets around, but how do you travel the boats around the world? Yeah, so we we, we charter a um, a container ship, mate. We we um, so we will have 118 shipping containers coming into New Zealand, um, just with our kit alone, and so that that wow. uh, they've all been purposely designed to turn into our team bases. Um, so there's a there's a really choreographed dance that goes of unpacking. I've done never mm. have too much care or consideration of unpacking a cruise ship before, uh, but there's a real uh, dance that goes on to turn these things into our venue. So we're, we're much more like Formula One. So we we don't have permanent team bases or permanent infrastructure. We 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 turn up here on the 18th of February, um, and with a, an absolutely clean site, we we build this thing out of all the shipping containers that come in and all of the kit that does come in. Um, and then we we pack it all up and and the site returns to back to the public for, for new boating facilities um, on the 31st of March. So it, it, it's a it's a six week build process. It, it, it's certainly a, a manic one, um, but it it really is a, a you know a pretty well oiled machine now. But um, certainly a one that that takes people far more organised than me, thankfully, to to bring to life. <laughs> what about the environmental footprint, mate? Because obviously some of your most key protagonists um, are extremely conscious in, in that department. And So does Sail GP as a whole, not just the New Zealand team and Pete and Blair and, and the guys there, do you have a real commitment moving forward? Because you say you've got 10-year license here and it might even be more, I don't know. So what does that look like environmentally? Because I imagine if you want to be on the cutting edge of the entertainment and the sports side, you probably also have an opportunity to be on the cutting edge of the uh, environmental side. More than any sport in the world, we've got such an opportunity and probably a responsibility in that our, our the racing craft, the, the F50s that we're in, are entirely powered by nature. And so, you know, we're, in, in many ways, we're the first sports to the, I guess, conquer nature. And, and yeah, we, we've got a real responsibility to make sure we take care of it too. And so we, we are considered the world's first climate positive sports league. I actually read a press release this morning to say our, our head of purpose and sustainability has just been shortlisted for the top award in leadership and sustainability in the world this year, which uh, is, is pretty awesome to see. But, yeah, look, there's a there's a lot that we go into the space, even down to... Uh, Kempi's question around how we get everything here. We, we, we sea freight everything because it is the most carbon efficient mode of transport. We'd, it'd be much easier for us, if, like F1 or, or otherwise, we could chuck everything on planes and be in a different city next week. We don't do that because it, it, it has a much bigger carbon footprint. And so at every level, you know, even down to um, the food on site will be so super local. Um, to, to make sure every element of our business is, is, is scrutinised in this space and to make sure that we're, we're, we're leaving a better impact than we're, than we're creating. And uh, we'll, we'll have some really exciting news in that space over the coming weeks where we will announce uh, a few projects that we're funding here um, to ultimately create a, a lasting legacy um, for the region. It's something we do at every event we go to. Um, and this is, I think we, we really take that challenge of, you know, uh, if we can make our sport better, we we can make the world better. And um, as the most trusted source, I guess for, uh, for information, as sport often is, um, you know, we've got a hell of a uh, you know a privilege, but a, a hell of a responsibility too to to sort of lead the world in that space. Hey, we'll let you kick on with your day, Budgie, very, very quickly, mate. I, I know that you can't do this without different supporters. And this morning, you guys had a pretty cool announcement about who's on board this year. Yeah, mate, we're we're over the moon. So today, not only are we. 100 days out from the event, we're announcing ITM as our new naming rights sponsor 
uh, here in New Zealand. Uh, it will be the ITM New Zealand Sail Grand Prix next year here in Christchurch and, and then the ITM New Zealand Sail Grand Prix in Auckland the following year. Um, and so, yeah, absolutely delighted. I, I think you know, ITM reflects so many of the values that, that we want to be as a, uh, as a new entertainment product. They're, they're really going to help us um, connect with, with Kiwis in a, in a really authentic way and um, to have an iconic brand like that yeah, showing the support and, and believing in this product is certainly something that um, gives us a heap of confidence. So yeah, we're, we're delighted to have ITM on board and can't wait to um, yeah to, to, to jointly come and, and showcase to Kiwis just how exciting SailGP can be. Congratulations, Budgie. You're doing a great job as usual and thanks for joining us 100 days out. I can't wait to come down and uh, experience the, not just the local produce, but uh, hopefully you can get me and Louie and, and Izzy on one of those those speed machines, mate, those Formula 1s out on water, the GP. So that's Carl Budge joining us. Thanks a lot, mate, for joining us on Cheers, Breakfast really ECNZ this morning. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Outstanding. What, a, what an event that they're putting on. I can't wait, Kempi. Watch this space. Summer has a new, a new event in town. 100%. It is so cool to watch too, man. And he's dead right. That start, it is scary. Like, <laughs> you know, nine boats lining up on the on the start line. They've got to get across that line first because you get, with every chance of such a short format of winning if you get off to a good start. And they are heading there at 100 miles an hour. It is such a good sport to watch. And I get what he says about watching it live. It must be so much fun. Can't wait.